Hi everybody, my name is Latifa Toike and this is the first episode of All the Over Coffee podcast where we invite different professionals in different fields for them to share their experience, their career journey and tips as well as their success story with uh, people that struggle to find a job. And our first guest today is Samana Curry. Hi, Samana. <laughs> Hi. Um, How are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. I'm doing real good. Thank Could you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Uh, well, I am originally from San Jose, California. That is home. <laughs> I've moved out here to the, what is this, East Coast uh, three years ago. I have a crazy journey how I got in here but I started off as like I was doing uh, I was a trainer personal trainer in wow. California and in Miami and then came back to California oh my God, that's impressive yeah. yeah a little crazy but I got tired of the training because I got tired of really pushing people <laughs> I'm like I, you know I love people I had enough yeah, 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 I, had yeah. Enough. I was like if you don't want to change your life then that's not that's your problem you know it's just like I can only do so much for you and um, I decided to take another avenue and was on the job search and mm-hmm. I went to a temp agency and gave them my resume when I was just like I need a job I don't know what I want I'm just something something different and now I am have been in the talent acquisition space for like I guess like six years wow what are some ways students can prepare themselves for the professional world? That's a good question. Um, network, <laughs> meet people, go out to reach out to people on LinkedIn. If you see somebody who's doing something that you want to do, reach out to them, send them a message, send them a shout out, give them a little note. I even do that now. I still do that. Like if I see somebody, I'm like, hey, like I want to connect with you just to see, pick your brain, see what you do. Learn as much as you can about what you want to do. Um, take on projects or just free whatever, you know, if, if you have the time, if you can afford it, do it. Or even just start your own little craft of doing something mm-hmm. just to see if it's something you really want to do. And then, like, yeah, just make the connections with people. Mm-hmm. Every time you meet people, tell them this is what you want to do. And I'm a big believer on affirmations, too. <laughs> Same. Manifestation. Yeah. So claim it. Speak it. I am this. I am the VIP CEO of this company. <laughs> yeah. And it will come to fruition. <laughs> I can't even talk. But, um, yeah, just meet people. What's the difference between talent acquisition person and HR? Talent acquisitions is just pretty much the whole staffing talent space, right? Mm-hmm. And um, human resource HR is, is separate from it. It's more like the ad- administrative mm-hmm. administrative side to it, where if you have if you're a current employee within the company, you would reach um, reach out to an HR person if you have concerns for maybe something is going. Um, wrong within your team where you have a conflict with um, somebody or um, you want to escalate it, your manager can't necessarily, you could reach out to your manager, but then if he's kind of, or she's consulted with you and and nothing's really been resolved, you could then reach out to the HR person. Or maybe you have a question about um, your benefits and pay, you would reach out to the HR person. So it's more internal. Internal, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's extremely internal. um, Onboarding when you're first hired HR would be the people to kind of like tell you about orientation and, and work with you on that. So, yeah. How did you decide to switch field? Um, I was lost. Also, <laughs> very transparent. I was, you know, I got, um, 
I love I love fitness. That, that's one of my passions, right? I, mm-hmm. I enjoy working out. I think I just I grew up as a family of just working out and staying active. But once again, I just told like I I got tired of trying to motivate others. And so I was like, maybe this is just my own little passion that I enjoy <laughs> yeah. doing. And I'm like, which is totally fine. But I was like, I need something that's gonna make me money and a stable, a stable form mm-hmm. of money. And so um I decided, I was like, let me try something else. And that's when I went to a staffing agency back home in the Bay Area. It is super difficult, but I was fortunate. And um, like the recruiter at the agency reached out to me, told me about a position over at Google part-time. And um, I was like, oh, okay, I guess. I, oddly enough, I wasn't too excited because I was trying to get, I did not want to get into the tech industry or in that mm-hmm. space because I'm like, everybody around me does it. Everybody oh, does yeah. it. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Like, it's so not cool, right? <laughs> it's just like that stereotype. I was like, oh, no, that's not me. I'm good, yeah. yeah I don't, don't want to do that. But I was just like, all right, you know, the pay was decent. And it was part-time. It was a contract work. And I was just like, okay, I'll give it a try. But then that's when I actually fell in love with just, I guess I, that's that new passion that came out of me. It was just like re- working with people. Um, when it comes to like the recruitment side, it's just like you see you see how impactful, like, um, it is when you actually get to see somebody going through the interview process and then hiring them and just the yeah. excitement when they actually are there. Like, yeah, this is, them out. Yeah, yeah, you know, this is the job I've always wanted. This is something that I've wanted. It's just like, that's awesome. So that's, that's where, yeah, that's how it started. How did you overcome, you know, struggle? I think that overall to, women, to a woman and to a POC person, it's difficult to, you know, in a tech world. How did you overcome those struggles? Yeah, I, I guess what the the struggles of like what they say, uh, imposter syndrome, or um, oh, yeah. Um, just yeah, being a woman and being a you know a minority woman. Um, I don't. I think it's it's a it's a journey. You know, you mm-hmm. don't necessarily. It's it's not a you don't overcome it all. I I still face it. I still go through it. You know, and you. But if you're open and you could talk about it and acknowledge it and know that. You don't question yourself. You're in these spaces for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, there was one person, she had um, an interview and it was just minority woman. And I was talking to her and she was just like, I can't believe I'm here. I'm like, why? Why can't you believe you're here? Mm-hmm. You, you're qualified. You got through the doors. You know, you're here. Like, you're, this is where you're well, supposed yeah, to yeah, be, yeah, you know? Sure. So a lot of the times we, we doubt ourselves. And I think especially as minority people, even if we're in a room full of people that, that might not look like us, don't question why you're there, you know, because you're there because we're, we, we're more we're than qualified. Together, yeah. 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 How do you, how, how can, you know, I think on LinkedIn, LinkedIn became some sort of Instagram and Facebook where people compare themselves to others. And especially it is a struggle for people, you know, that trying to um, find their own journey, that are trying to land a job. And some of them, you know, how to, I guess my question is how to stop comparing your success, you know, with others? Um, great question. Because I think it's a mental thing, right? How do you shut that off? How yeah. do you shut that off? Like, I mean, you have, it's everywhere. Comparison. So comparison is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's dangerous because you go on Instagram and social media and LinkedIn has gotten kind of like that. It's a little, honestly, I'm like. Comparison I, is a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bitch and it's uh, the thief of joy and it will take away. So you just got to kind of shut nip that in the butt and um, LinkedIn's kind of gotten like that. It's a little annoying. I'll say to me, honestly, mm-hmm. like, I, I like it because you can network, but also it's just like, eh, it's like, okay, it's a little extra. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
just no, everybody's on this is what I think I have to remind myself and it's like everybody's on a different journey everybody has right? their own timeline we, we have our own timeline we have our own journeys so you see people on there making their announcements or doing this and VIP of this or um, um, posting articles and stuff like mm-hmm. you will get if that's what you want you will get there mm-hmm. you know just it's just not your time right now and just build up that experience build up that network and stuff but like look at it as more just like maybe motivation yeah yeah empower like okay if that person could do it i know i can do it so i think just gotta like be very self-aware of yourself what is the most common mistake people do when applying for a big tech companies like google facebook um i think maybe a common mistake um making their making their resume honest be honest on your resume you know sometimes you, you might But do you think, I just like, I know that for some people are saying that, you know, don't be too honest because you're going to learn on your, you know, yeah. on your way. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, um, if you know something, I think it, it, it goes to the interview process, right? Mm-hmm. So once you have, if you got into the interview and stuff, they've seen your resume, that's when you can be honest and, and discuss like, well, I, I, you know, I am familiar with this software. I know this, mm-hmm. but I you know we'll love to learn more about it and and like have that honest transparent conversation with the interviewers and stuff and um if everything is a good vibe and they like you you know and they're willing to teach you you'll learn from there but um yeah but just don't i think over be extra on your resumes where you've done like 10,000 things and you've done this and then when you're in an interview <laughs> yeah. and they're like oh, this person really doesn't know shit. <laughs> so don't do that. You could jazz it up and make it spicy a little bit, but not too spicy. And don't go overboard. Don't right? go yeah. overboard, yeah. Is it true that recruiters can blacklist you? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I haven't heard it since I've been working Didn't there. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't think once... Uh, recruiters, this is an, another thing too, and I think recruiters do have a bad rap because, mm, you know, there's ghosting and then I guess mm-hmm. blacklisting. They're very busy. They're, they're oh, very yeah. busy people. So um, they're going through hundreds of resumes, screening, conversations, just to get that person through to the first round, right? So it's um, they're, they're busy people. Um, I don't think they really had time to really back blacklist somebody if they so see. it's okay right to you know write recruiters a couple of times yeah write them mm-hmm. write them um send them a message on LinkedIn or if you have their email or if you bump into someone in the streets and you find out they're a recruiter like hey let me get your email I would love to just chat with you or you know set up a call um for the most part recruiters They're not against you. They want you to get the job, right? Yeah, yeah. They want you to get the job. Um, you just hopefully, and they'll, if you have a good recruiter, they'll coach you through the interview process and all that stuff. And then they'll leave you to the interviewers. And if you feel like you're qualified, you're good. But yeah, they want you to get the job. How companies can diversify their candidate search? Um, looking at keeping, keeping, I guess being open, being open, mm-hmm. um, Looking at schools and programs that are outside the the normal, with you know the usual mm-hmm. schools that people look at, the usual programs, the usual the, the usual pipelines or, or um, areas where you would look for candidates. Be able mm-hmm. to um, be innovative and adjust and kind of 
like be more open to look at different areas yeah, where do your search right do, your research yeah do yeah. be creative in mm-hmm. searching for um candidates because a lot of diverse hires or diverse candidates don't aren't necessarily in those with those regular pipelines where you would yeah. see so you need people who are open a team that's open to being creative and exploring other options to find candidates even maybe looking at what junior colleges were often overlooked or even maybe smaller colleges that are often overlooked look into like areas like that for um, good candidates what is your advice to people that struggle to find a job um don't give up and it is not you (laughs) it's not you it's them right (laughs) it's um yeah don't give up on it because it's it's everybody has their own journey unfortunately sometimes it might take a little bit longer but if this is your journey own it um keep moving right keep moving it's a it's a mental game because it can get a really um mentally exhausting because you're just applying oh, yeah. you go yeah. to interviews you. Yeah. and you feel yeah. like well i'm way more qualified why am i not getting you still get rejected because mm-hmm. i've gotten it's funny like i've gotten rejected for jobs when i was looking for a job doing the same thing that i do and i'm like how am i I, I do this already, but it's just a lot of times it's um it's just timing. It's just timing. It might have been overlooked, human error. You know, it, it's nothing intentional. Where you're just like, I don't want to hire this person. It's just it. There, once again, it's like thousands and hundreds of people, unfortunately. And um, just keep applying and keep. I think the biggest thing is just like your network. Just connect to people, talk to people, share your experience, share them, tell them what you want to do. Because maybe later down the line, they're like, hey, aren't you, I have a position that might be interested for you. Yeah, just think that overall people try to find problem, you know, in themselves. Like something is wrong with me, not the others. It's, you know, yeah. I did that or this. And we just, just you know, torturing ourselves with these thoughts. Yeah. And when it's not about ourselves, but it's about, you know, it's just the timing, as you said. It's, it's all about timing. It's the timing. And I think that, I honestly, the recruiting, the system, the, mm-hmm. it's, it's a little fucked up. It's not, it's not the best, you know. It's, it's just, there's such a demand. And then it's, there's not enough recruiters. There's not enough, store, there's not enough people that kind of go through this demand, you know. It's just, the recruiters have to work fast. So it's yeah. just, it's. It's timing. It's just, unfortunately, it's not as efficient as it probably should be. But um, yeah, don't get, don't question yourself because once again, it's just, you are more than qualified, especially if it's something that you want to do and you have experience in it. It's just a matter of time and it's the right connections times. Yeah. Thank you, Savannah. It was such a pleasure to have you as a, you know, here. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for watching our podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode. Hey, okay, we're okay. cut.